voices on the microphone. They send it to speakers found within my car and home. They don't need a Y to go with their X chromosomes. They are the most, the most popular. Every week I get some weekly geeky stereo love As a geek I need to know about all this stuff Once a week is never ever really enough Of girls on the internet They are the most popular girls on the internet Hello cats and kittens and welcome to Our Dumb Lives The show where we talk about our dumb lives I'm your host, Tara, and with me here in Island Bunker T is Miss Cassandra. Howdy ho. Howdy ho. We're still alive. I'm still alive. Sorry it's been so long since we did an episode, but it was February, and February always sucks, and this February really, really sucked. (laughs) (laughs) It alternated between sub-zero temperatures and feet of snow. Oh, yeah. We, we did get a lot of snow, didn't we? Oh, you my God. Me? We like, oh, 20 below for three days. Okay, now we're going to get 15 inches of snow. Oh, and now it's going to be 10 below. And now we're going to get five inches of snow. So, and then- <laughs> you know, I, I didn't mind the snow, um, but spring came and it was uh, the sudden melting that caused problems for me. <laughs> yeah. So, well, everybody had ice dams, which... Yeah. So an, what's yeah. an ice dam? We should describe yeah. what an ice dam is for people who don't... I, I mean, other than... I'll tell you what I think an ice dam is. <laughs> okay. So ice dams are things where the snow melts really quickly and builds up water. But then when it freezes, it ends up at the end of the slope of your roof. Yeah. And, and and so then it melts some more and then it freezes and then you end up with this wall of ice that and comes giant up along icicles coming at, off of your roof. Off of your roof along the gutters. And your gutters are frozen too, so there's no place for the water to go. Yeah, it's like you get a big layer of snow and then the roof, because it's warmer, melts the underneath of the snow and yes. then that all trickles down to the end. Yep. And then when it gets to the end it reaches the air and it freezes again. And it freezes again. So <laughs> So there's a buildup of ice, but then behind that, along the roof, there's there's a lot of water because it, it's warm and and nice there. So yeah. I uh, then when it starts to melt, <laughs> then it really starts to go everywhere. It goes everywhere, including inside of your house. <laughs> so that's what happened to me. I was I was sick last week. I had a bit of the flu. Probably um, my throat is just recovering. Yeah, but. I was sitting home, snuggled up with Xbox and Kitty and Blanky, and and I was watching some Netflix, a British period piece, and <laughs> and I was I was watching, and I was thinking, you know, it's funny, there is nothing. I was watching Fanny by Gaslight, which is a seventies like <laughs> okay. show, but anyway, Fanny, Fanny, I thought the title okay. was hilarious. <laughs> So, anyway. For you Americans, uh, Fanny means vagina in Britain. So, I'm surprised. It was a British show. It was a British show. Fanny by Gaslight. Okay. Yes. Sorry, it's hilarious. I know. So, I was like, it's not raining in the scene. Why do I hear rain? And so, I mute the television and the rain continued. 
So I flung the cat and the blanket off of me and I ran to the kitchen and I saw water pouring in through my light fixture in the kitchen. And (laughs) 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 yeah, calling the insurance company, trying to call places that will remove, get on your roof in the middle of March when it's, you know, I had freezing rain was happening outside. Yeah. I I got a lot of nope too busy click nope too busy click yeah because everybody well and they're especially bad in older houses your house your house was built in the sixties forties forties oh mm-hmm. okay I didn't know it was that old yeah mine was the thirties and you know we get a <laughs> this this is the comparison of the person who's owned their house for two years compared to the person who's owned their house for twenty years. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, the ice dam spot's leaking again. Got to put a bucket under it. <laughs> no, I can't. No. I I was imagining, like, water, black black mold. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we got black mold. <laughs> oh, gross. That's so toxic. I don't know. I don't know. You know, well, the thing is, like, we've had this, we have a spot, you know, when we were in Ice Station C, that was a sunroom upstairs that was added onto the house. And it kind of has this weird little area on the roof where it butts up against the old house. And we usually will get an ice dam there. We got a new roof. We didn't really get ice dam last year. But we have a warming cord that you just plug in and it gets very, just a little bit warm and it'll melt that ice. So it started dripping a little bit, and I'm like, well, maybe we should see if that warming cord is still working, we'll turn it on. So I turn it on, and then it was just like, whoosh, because like all, the, all the water was melting, so I'm like, okay, unplug it, unplug it. So then okay, it froze up again. Water and, just... and electricity, how great is that? Well, I mean, that's what it's for, is, is you know, it's a cord for that. You put it on your roof to, to melt the snow off. I want some of these. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so we just have a spot in my computer room that drips, always drips a little bit. And one of these days I'll get it fixed. But, you know, for now. I I need to keep the outside outside. That's my my goal in life as as a homeowner now. Yeah, my house is almost 90 years old. Yeah, and I've so. lived I, uh, my old house uh, yeah. is an Edwardian, and so that's over a hundred years old. And I remember, oh, how I remember when we first moved in to that upstairs unit, and there was a, a thunderstorm, and I, I thought it was so cool because I could look out across the city. Uh-huh. And upstairs in the attic, there was this rickety old arched window that Uh was open. And all of a sudden, (laughs) I had water pouring in from the attic onto my television. (laughs) ah. And and so I had that feeling last week as I was working from home in the kitchen because if I heard another leak spring, I could spring into action (laughs) with a bucket or something. Yeah. And every, so, so every minute drip, drip, drip. And I'm, I'm working from home. I'm doing conference calls and in the background there's drip. And with every drip, drip, I, I, I could just feel my tension rise. And I was calling ice dam places and, and finally I got one that agreed to come out for the cost of like the quarter 
of what it would cost for a roof. Yeah. Oh my God. But, that was about half about what my roof cost. I, I am so I am just like okay. Well, when you have water pouring into your house, there's you're you're just over a barrel. You uh-huh. really are. But so my my solution this year is to get seamless gutters. I hope that helps. You know, I don't know if it doesn't really have to do with gutters. It just has to do with the warmth of the house. Then I'm but, getting then I'm getting a new roof. <laughs> <laughs> it might be you could check your insulation because usually it's on older homes. Like our neighborhood or your old neighborhood, my neighborhood. This year, the icicles were insane. Like they were just oh, huge. No. It looked and like it looked like a giant snot thing coming off the side. It was of my like house. yeah, it was like ice my caves. It was like yeah. some kind of monster from Game of Thrones. I to, don't know. To me, it looked like my roof was a four year old that had just sneezed <laughs> but usually they're not that bad it was just because we got so much snow and old like newer houses don't really do it because i think they're way better insulated no no we have a lot of new houses in and the neighborhood and yeah. i see they all have snow on their roofs well I, it's not that I the snow melts it's for some reason it doesn't it doesn't do that under layer of melty i don't know but yeah it, it was really bad this year and everybody was trying to call people to get there was one point where we're sitting in our living room and all of a sudden you hear a crash it's like oh the neighbor's ice dams fell off the house <laughs> it's like, man. I, was, I was hearing the ice dams too and, and yeah i think yeah i just don't want to go through that again it was the snowiest february in minnesota history but February is usually our least snowiest month of the winter, so we get more snow like in December and January. But so uh, that's our weather report, anyways. <laughs> that's the weather report. This is the news from Lake Minnetonka. We do usually start out with a weather report, <laughs> but now it is the end of March. And it's like 50 degrees. It is. There's and still much snow around. It's very melty, but it's beautiful. It, it is beautiful. And so tonight is a special night because we have a lot of solar flares that are hitting the earth from the sun. Yay. And northern so lights. We will have an aurora borealis tonight, and we have a northern-facing hot tub on, the, <laughs> on top of the garage. So what we're going to do is we're going to sit in the hot tub and watch the northern lights. Heck yeah. Got to get this podcast recorded so we can go out in the hot tub, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am very much looking forward to this. Um, mostly because I haven't really felt like going outside and it, it, it just really feels like spring now. So Yeah, it's it was it was a rough winter. Winter are, is usually rough for me, but oof. Yeah. <laughs> See, I just, I don't feel that way. I, I feel just happy to be in a house that's insulated this year. <laughs> and I, I don't know if that, that, I mean, this is coming up on my second year in this house. It feels great. Yeah. Um, I remember being in that old house where the wind would blow and you would feel, mm-hmm. you would just feel the breeze come through yeah. the sides of the windows. Yeah. I mean, winter for me, I have seasonal affective disorder so the light really the mm. lack of light really affects me okay. and it's very yeah very hard as soon as daylight savings happens i'm just like yes <laughs> <laughs> i need to live somewhere where it's light till at least seven o'clock all the time 
So I guess I just need to move a little farther south. <laughs> do you want to go to Costa Rica, maybe, or yeah. or Australia, the, the South Pole, or <laughs> do Australia? They usually stay light till like around eight. I think they're pretty close to the equator. I think. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Geography was never my strong suit. I'm an American. I don't know anything about <laughs> geography. I know the the you know northern hemisphere pretty well. This is Australia. Wait, no, that's New Zealand <laughs> or Austria. No, that's wrong. <laughs> that used to really confuse me as a kid, though. Austria and Australia. Really? I mean, you know, it just I would get them mixed up in my head. Oh. <laughs> They're very of, close. I I would get maybe Vermont and 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 uh, Connecticut mixed up. I mean, I didn't necessarily think they were the. Well, I don't know. It's like I think for a while there, I thought they were maybe the same thing. When somebody said Australia or Austria, I just thought it was the same thing because they sounded so similar. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of being a dumb kid. My friend uh, Isaac at work, he took, so he has a setup where he can take tapes and videotapes and convert them to digital. Yes. So <clears throat> Tara heard this story earlier, but I must convey it to you as well, dear listeners. I will act like I'm hearing it for the first time. <laughs> so when I was in fifth grade, so yes. I was 11. Me and my best friend Tiffany were super into Raiders of the Lost Ark. Just insanely into Raiders of the Lost Ark. And we would buy separate things. Like, I bought the book so we could both read it. And then she brought, bought the script. You could buy the script so we could both oh, read wow. it. Oh, yeah. And then she bought the the soundtrack so we could both listen to it. And I'd, and then we you know, the trading cards. Oh, my God. I'm still five short on the... I'm a complete set of trading cards. So when we were 11, we decided that we were going to do a recording because she had bought the script. So we split up all the roles. I was Marion. She was Indiana Jones. And, and we split up all the other roles. And I did all the narration. And in sixth grade, so it was really fun. It was awesome. I loved it. But then in sixth grade, I, I didn't have a tape and I wanted to record the Go-Go's. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I recorded over half of our Raiders of the Lost Ark tape. So half of the Raiders Ark, Raiders of the Lost Ark tape is like, we've got the beat and, yes. and whatnot. <laughs> but I had about 30 minutes left. Mm -hmm. So Isaac converted that for me. And then in seventh grade, Tiffany and I, because I had recorded over it, and we were kind of feeling nostalgic for our youth. You know, we were 13. <laughs> and so we decided to record it again. And I have the whole one of that. And I'll, I'll, I'll send Tara a little snippet to stick in here so you can hear it. But it's very weird for me to hear myself in fifth grade because I have a, a kind of a soft, weak R. So instead of saying far, I'll say fa. Far, far away, far away. It's I would have loved to have heard you narrate <laughs> Star Wars. Well, you will hear Indiana Jones. <laughs> In a galaxy far, far away. Far, far away. <laughs> 
it's like mail wedge is what gathers us here today. <laughs> mail wedge. <laughs> <laughs> but I had no idea that I had a little bit of a speech impediment. I don't know. It might just because I'm excited when I'm reading it. And by the time seventh grade comes around, I don't have it anymore. Maybe just a little bit, but it's pretty funny. And the funniest thing about the fifth grade version is that we couldn't remember how to say N-A-Z-I. Nazi. And so we looked it up in the dictionary, but we couldn't really read the phonetic. And so we say Nazi. (laughs) What is the phonetic for Nazi? I I need to know now. (laughs) Well, it's Nazi. But, you know, know, phonetic spelling has, like, weird, uh, like... um, you know, symbols and things like that. And, of course, we're in fifth grade and couldn't read it. So, yeah, I talk about the Nazi flag and the Nazis are coming to get them. <laughs> so the phonetic is not C. Yeah, I had, you know, a dictionary from, like, 1961, so I think they use different symbols than the, it, it's <laughs> than the internet. Mit umlaut. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty fun. It was weird because I didn't want to listen to it at first because I was just kind of nervous about it. But I I haven't listened to the whole thing. I probably should. But so I have a question for you. Yeah, are you still in touch with Tiffany? I am not. Uh, I don't think she's on Facebook. But hopefully, this transitions into my next thing I was going to talk about. <laughs> Because I bet Tiffany would love to hear this. I know, I know. And um, so I don't think she's on Facebook because I have two reunions coming up. So first of all, my sixth grade teacher, and I talked about this last year, she had a reunion and I really wanted to go and I hurt my back and I couldn't go. Oh, yeah. So we're having another reunion this year and we're hoping to get more people and have it be bigger. So I'm really hoping her that Tiffany will be there. Her sister is on Facebook and said she's going to try to get her siblings to go. So we have to know about Tiffany. So I, by 11 years old, was pretty much at home by myself. It was me, my mom, and my dad. Tiffany came from a family of 10 children. Oh, wow. Who lived in a three-bedroom house. Mom and dad's bedroom, the girls' bedroom, seven girls in one bedroom, and three boys in another bedroom. I can't even imagine. (laughs) So... I loved being at their house because there were so many people and there was always stuff going on and it was super fun because there was always I people around. bedtime was like a slumber party. Bedtime, I mean, it was like a room of beds, bunk beds, you know, and she loved coming to my house because there was no other kids there. In it was privacy. just me and her. Yeah. It was private. Quiet. We could do what we want. My mom was cool. And... <laughs> So we had a lot of fun. And then, you know, we just kind of, I mean, we were always friends through high school and stuff, but we kind of waxed and waned and things like that. Um, But yeah, I do want to get it to her. I'm hoping she'll come to that one. But then the other thing, I can't remember if I talked about this last time. I don't think I did. So somewhere in mid-February or so, I belong to a Facebook group for my high school class. And somebody's like, hey, the 30th reunion, the 30th anniversary is coming up. Does anybody want to do the reunion? Blah, blah, blah. So I volunteered to organize the class reunion. 
cool. What are you guys doing? <laughs> it's the 30th, our 30th anniversary. Awesome. Or 30th, is it anniversary? 30th? It's your 30th reunion? class reunion. Yeah. yeah. And the weird thing is, is I have never gone to any others. And for my 20th, that was right after we started the, or no. Yeah, we were doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It was mm-hmm. right after we had started the podcast. Yeah. And I thought about going, but I was just like, ah, I don't know. Instead, I stayed home and had a birthday party for myself because Beatles Rock Band had just come out. Had That's all my right. friends come over and play Beatles Rock Band. Because I think you were going to ask me to your 30th. Yes, your we talked about yeah. you coming to the 20th. You know, and, and my 10th, I well, for one thing, I had gained a lot of weight. Right after high school. And so my 10th, I was just too embarrassed to see anybody. And my 20th, I was still just not quite ready to see the people who had picked on me and, you know, made me feel bad and insecure and for, throughout my 20s. And this time, I was just like, you know what? I love event planning. I love it. I know I can do this really well. And I'll just do it. <laughs> So I've been getting into it. So um, I went to high school in St. Cloud, Minnesota, St. Cloud Tech Tigers. And in um, in St. Cloud, there's a bar like club called the Red Carpet. It's been around forever and it's where everything happens. Like any bands that come to town go to the Red Carpet. And so, I mean, <laughs> St. Cloud is like, it's like... 80,000 people when the college is in session. Yes. And then, so there's, it's or, a college town. Or when there's tourism. But and yeah. it, there's no tourism in St. Cloud. No, but everybody <laughs> passes through to go up to, like, I Gull Lake suppose, or kind Lacks. of, kind yeah. of. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a college town. There's a state college there. And, um, you know, so it's, it's a pretty small, it's a small city large town i guess you would say um but yeah the red carpet's kind of where everybody would go and uh you know once they were 21 but they have an event center now so i rented the event center and we're gonna have kind of an 80s rock and roll theme and we'll have like a cocktail hour and then um the uh after from like nine to one we'll have we're gonna have 80s karaoke oh fun so i hope people are actually going to get up and sing and do things oh i think so i think they will <laughs> I, think, I think once people get a few drinks in them they're gonna want to get up with their friends and sing bon jovi it's not like you have to go up by yourself right, right? right you right. know they're gonna want oh and i'm doing themed cocktails so we're having um Three alcoholic and one non-alcoholic, so they are Funky Cold Medina. That, came, <laughs> that song came out in '89. Yes, uh, the Love Shack, uh-huh. and Living on a Prayer will be the three alcoholic ones, and then we're gonna have a non-alcoholic one called Like a Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided on the recipes yet. I was hoping with the funky cold Medina that we could have dry ice in it, but they said they can't do that. So, damn it. Yeah, and people get dumb about dry ice I and know. cocktails. I like, damn it. And Ruptured then, stomachs uh, and the like. And I found this woman to do the karaoke. She she does karaoke. She's a KJ, a karaoke jockey. 
And then she also is part of this group called Ladies of the 80s who does um, like impersonation, like concerts. So they're like a cover band of like women singers from the like 80s. Like Pat Benatar. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. For, uh, Joan Jett. Or... Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, she'll be able to do cool 80s. And I keep, I'm so mad because she keeps inviting me to go see her do karaoke. You should. You but should like, invite me. I know. Well, so tonight was one of those nights, but then we we're going to record. So I'm like, I need to ask her. I'm like, she needs to tell me because what she'll do is I'll make plans. And then she tells me, then she invites me to a karaoke on no, Facebook. No, you and I will just go get a hotel room somewhere, and <laughs> well, if, even if it's in St. Cloud no, or No, no, the cool thing is she's from, she, she's usually doing her karaoke in Roseville. Oh, hey. So that's, that's right by where I live. Yeah. So we totally got to go see her. Yes. But I think it'll be really fun, and I'm, you know, like, I, you know, I love, I'm a party planning nerd. I love it so much. I've I've decided I'm going to start a party planning business. I'm kind of working Yay. on my transition plan on what I want to do and how I actually want to do it. Uh, I found like a certificate program that I'm going to do at a community college and things like that. So, so yeah, I uh, I just really I think we should celebrate. It. By having a shot? By having a oh, shot. Oh, you're going to make me do the cherry again? Do the, put a little blue Curaco in there. Curacao, Cura- I should say. Curacao. Hey, I, you know, I'm f- living back into my 80s roots, so it's Curacao again. You're drinking Curacao. <laughs> and it was so weird. Like cause, a Nazi. Because I was, um, you know, I was reading through, like, you know, what were popular cocktails and things like that, yeah. kind of getting ideas for recipes. Yeah. And I guess I didn't realize, but blue caraco was a thing in the 80s. It yes. wasn't not, not just for my, you know, boyfriend with a giant uh, rock and roll hair. I was not thinking you were going to say rock and roll hair. <laughs> yeah, he had a nice penis, but it wasn't giant. <laughs> It was nice. That's Minnesotan. He taught me that I like doggy style. That's good. <laughs> that's nice. Well, that's nice, dear. I better stop talking. Oh, that's nice. It's fine. But it's weird. One of the weird things is about this planning. Oh, golly. Is when people who literally gave me nightmares for years after high school message me and they're like oh and thanks act for like doing your friend. this blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know and the thing is it's like i don't know they may not even remember right they may have no idea that they did things that really affected me oh and you know <laughs> but i'm kind of at the point that's where i feel like awkward i feel like you know your 40s that's for getting over your shit yeah all yeah. that shit that you dealt with your whole life you got to get over it. And that's kind of why I volunteered because I'm like, if I'm can, in control, if I'm running this show, those people are way less scary. No, absolutely. And... <laughs> They're not the same people. They have grown up. No, no. Remember, think back to when you were when when you were in high school or junior high or middle school or uh, primary school. There, Everybody has had a moment when they were an asshole. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm like, I can think of people who probably thought I you was a probably, fucking bitch. You were probably <laughs> someone's bully, someone's nightmare sometime, yes. even though you are not an evil person. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, I actually had one of mine, the girl I got into a fight with and beat up that ended up getting taken away in an ambulance messaged me on Facebook. How are you doing? You're probably so scared of you. She had a message. No, I I didn't know what to do with it. And I honestly, I just apologized to her because, because it weighed on me. Right. Yeah. She didn't respond back. That's fine. It was on me. So with that, cheers. Cheers. Cheers to the assholes and uh, new plans for life, baby. Reformed people. Yeah. Woo. Oh, man. And birds. Congrats on on the next phase of your life. That's really cool. Yeah, I think I'm, you know, it really feels like. When we decided to do the podcast the first time around, we were kind of just like, well, why shouldn't we do a podcast? We can do it. Let's just do it and see what happens. With the podcast, I got tanglies. Like, yeah, it's hard to explain. But when I'm about to do something big. That just feels right. I get tinglies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember that with you. But but it was also like, you know, we don't have to know everything about how to do it. You don't. We can learn how to do it as we go. That's how you know things. Yeah. Is by doing that. So, I mean, I have a few different ideas of different things I could do. And I want to learn some things. And I'm hoping, I'm kind of, as we come up to the reunion, I'm planning on um kind of debuting my business at the at the reunion not being obnoxious about it but just you know giving out having cards available or whatever and we're gonna have a raffle and i'll probably give away like services as a party planner and i'm like you know all these people they're gonna be turning 50 Bunch of their parents are having 50th anniversaries. The They'll bunch, be having 20th anniversary. 20, 20, 25th wedding anniversary. Yeah. Their kids are graduating. I'm like, they have all sorts of parties that are coming up. So it might be kind of fun to be able to do it with, you know, people I kind of know. But I don't know. I think I think I'd be good at it. I just have to kind of figure out some of the legal stuff and all that good stuff. You but. might also be able to find a network of other party planners. Yeah. Something like Reddit or something. Reddit has everything. Yeah. Everything. It's so funny. I've never been able to get into Reddit. I don't know what it is. It's very strange. Okay, so I have one guilty pleasure of Reddit. Yes. And it's the subgroup called Floof. <laughs> okay. Kitties, I assume? Or... Kitties and furry, furry animals. Mostly kitties. <laughs> like furries. Really, really furry long-haired, flurry, furry, furry, furry kitties. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Kitty cats. You'll be hearing about the, the reunion. And um, Crypticon is like a month after the reunion. Still planning on the Crypticon party. Uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good this year. <laughs> yeah, because the lady, one of the ladies that was in Dracula. AD 1972. Is going to be there. And then also, I mean, I think I talked about this last show. A few of the Twin Peaks people are going to be there. Laura Palmer and Bobby Briggs, the actors who played them, are going to be there. Which to me is, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm very excited to see them. Because <laughs> I, oh my God, Twin Peaks was a... 
seminal moment in my life. Well, um, I'm even more excited about you learning and and starting a new phase. Yeah. Speaking of learning and starting new phases, I have started a mentorship program Yay. at my company. That is very cool. I'm excited about um, because it was something that came to light when I was uh, interviewing people for software engineering test um, that there were people that had graduated high school mm -hmm. or graduated college even with computer science degrees. And I, I was hiring for a level two. And there were people that, you know, just weren't there yet. Yeah. And how do you get to the point that after you have graduated and you have your student loans and people want somebody with six months to a year of experience, but how do you get six months to a year of experience when you don't, nobody's going to hire you yeah. for that? Um, there needs to be like some midway step. I, I mean, we yeah, we have internships and, and things like that, but those are only first, you know, they interview people and they select the cream of the crop. Yeah. So for everybody else, people that are maybe no longer in school and no longer have a network or, or maybe have even studied coding and programming on their own, what's there for them? So we've started this uh, internal coding camp that cool. has mentors, which are developers on my teams, uh -huh. and they are... Uh, leading teams of hopefuls that would like to perhaps one day have have a career in development. So, so are they working on company projects or is it kind of a extended hackathon thing where they have their own projects? It's, it's an extended hackathon thing. Okay. So this will go for six months and mm -hmm. they they have chosen their teams and they I've got like three teams and they have chosen their project or product, uh -huh. and they'll run it like a mini scrum team. Oh, that's cool. I know. And, and so what excites me about it is because there there are a lot of careers in software development that mm -hmm. are not just developing or coding. I mean, you have QA, you have product owners, you've got scrum masters or agile coaches or mm -hmm. uh, project managers. There's so much that goes into it to... Anything from just learning the software development life cycle to mm -hmm. what does it take to release a project. And and my mind has been thinking, there's more to that still. There's, <laughs> there's network operations people. There's yeah. DevOps. I mean, yeah. so my thought is to my best outcome for this would be to help people build rapport and make connections and then uh -huh. discover other areas in software development and STEM. So do you have people from outside of the technology group taking part of it or right now it's it's my it, it it's the developers that are part of my core teams. Uh-huh. But I I would like to grow it. Yeah. I know as some cuz you're somebody <laughs> who started out on the phones as a customer support person. I would I have started out where these mentees are have started out and that's yeah. really what drives me. Yeah. Is so. because I know that there is not a career. When I was young, I thought there was a career fairy that would come and tap <laughs> you on the shoulder and say, "You've done such a good job. Yeah, so it is please. time for you to come up to heaven." But that is not what happens, right? And, yeah. And at some point between our 
our 30s, 20s and 30s, maybe 40s. It, it, yeah, we we figure it out, right? Well, I think you know part of it is just like in your twenties, you're like, I mean, for me, like I I have a different path than you, right? Because I went through college and then I got into technical writing, and I've been doing that for twenty years. Yeah. But at first, you're like, I sh- I want to be a little, I want to be doing all the cool stuff. I want to be doing all the cool stuff, and you're like mad because they don't won't give you a chance. But then slowly, like, oh, you know, whatever, five six years into your career, you're like. Wow, I I can do all the cool stuff now because I know what I'm doing because I actually have experience doing it. So, I think you you know you you build on you build and build and build and you don't really even realize you're doing it until you kind of get there and you're like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> I actually can do all this stuff now. The <laughs> other side of it is is Minnesota has has a hole where you <laughs> its heart <laughs> was no. no. <laughs> We have a we have a a talent shortage. Yeah. And yet we have all of this talent of people that are are they are technically knowledgeable, right? Yeah. I mean, they're they're helping people with technical problems every day. Yeah. I mean, you so, need to learn like companies need to grow their own people. Yeah. Like because And that's that's the other thing that if we can grow our people, we can have people that have product knowledge. So Yeah. And hey, if you're listening right now and you're outside of Minnesota and you're in have IT or development experience and and you're trying to a find good, a job, it's come a good to job market here yeah, right now. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic job. Okay. Uh, no. Well, that's very cool. I know. I get I get to do two of my favorite things: is growing people. Uh-huh. And then inspiring people. So. She has a plot in the backyard where she's planted some people, hoping they'll <laughs> grow. But like, uh-huh. it, I think that's motel hell where they do that. But <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I like. I love to grow people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I. What was the second thing that you love to do? Inspire people. Inspire. Okay. Good. <laughs> I got my mind went off on a little tangent when you said you wanted to grow them. <laughs> no, I find myself turning into a little Tony Robbins. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a couple of weeks ago we went out for drinks and uh, dinner, and you're kind of just been handed this project, and we we're a I little know. nervous about it. But I was I like, "Holy really fuck! What am I gonna do?" <laughs> But yeah, I'm yeah, excited. About I think it. it's it's definitely your thing, your kind of thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and and like now it. other managers are coming to me with their people, which is it, it's both nerve wracking and exciting. Yeah. So oh, the other exciting thing I have going on is that a week from today I'm getting another tattoo. So you're getting a sleeve. Well, it's not really a sleeve. This is so I have uh, my dog and a branch with a crow on it on my right hand. Yeah. Uh, kind of in, not my hand. Sorry. <laughs> we've my had, hand. We've had a few shots now, and I'm getting all confused. Um, we've it's, had two. Ilsa, my dog, is on my, inside my forearm, and then the, the branch is kind of outside of my forearm in a little bit. Yeah. And if you want to hear that whole story, I'm sure it's on some podcast somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere. The story of Ilsa and the crow. But on my, so on my uh, left inner forearm... I love the quote, we are made of star stuff, from Carl Sagan. Yeah. And I've always wanted that as a quote. 
uh, tattooed on myself somewhere. And um, so what I did is I had my mom write it out. So it's in her handwriting because she made me. <laughs> so I'm going to have it on my inner arm and then with a little skull at the, at the beginning of it. And then kind of swirlies with stars around it. Yeah. I'm very excited. I can't wait. <laughs> so on on the subject of tattoos, mm-hmm. I, um, I, I found a note from my mom that mm-hmm. accompanied a brooch that she had given to me. Yeah. And this brooch was passed down from my grandmother to her and her grandmother to her, to my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Like my great grandmother, and at the end of the note, she writes, "I love you," and so that's all I want to get tattooed. Yeah, my sister-in-law. I was talking to her last weekend about mine, and she has "Love You" in her mom's handwriting. Her and all of her, she has like eight brothers and sisters or something. They all got that uh, on their inner wrist. Yeah, and she's like, "So when I'm having a bad day, I can just look at that and be like, oh. <laughs> yeah." So I think, you know, I I've thought. I wanted the chaos symbol, and maybe I do, but yeah, I I want I love you in my mom's handwriting. Yeah, I mean, and that would be just an easy thing to get. I don't know if you'd want. I mean, you'd want that somewhere you can see it. Like your chaos, you were thinking maybe get it on the back of your neck or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. the I love you. I mean, you could also get it on your upper forearm so you can cover it if you need to uh, for work stuff or whatever. But I'll get it where I've got some fat. So it would be cushy and not so painful. Yeah, here, here isn't a, too bad. Once I'm you get up a, by the elbow, that's like I'm it's a little... total flipping crybaby. <sighs> like somebody could flick me, like, you know, a little flick with the finger, and I would bruise and cry. So It's very strange because it doesn't, it doesn't super hurt. It's more like a carpet burn almost. No, you t- know? I'm telling you, I am such a baby. <laughs> I think it won't be as bad as you think it will be, especially like, if it... I will flick my ow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm. Ex- it's so weird because I wasn't even planning on getting one. But I, so for my fiftieth birthday, which is not this year but next year, mm-hmm. I would like to get on my right arm a sleeve, kind of worked into the Ilsa and the and the crow tattoo. Kind of are the start of a sleeve I have in mind. So I'd like to do that for my 50th. And I have a lot of things, kind of symbolize things that have happened in my life. And and I want to incorporate in that. Like, yeah. I would want a microphone. I'm thinking of a tree, kind of, and things hanging on the tree. So, like, I would want a microphone for Temp Gotti. Or I would want, you know, I want a moon because I really like moons. And so I just have a whole bunch of ideas. But I just got this idea for this. I've always wanted that quote. And it's just like... I'm just going to do it. <laughs> yeah, why not? So, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll regret getting all the tattoos at some point in my life. But I, I figure I'm old enough now. Like, I don't have time for regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> tattoo joke. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, have a, I have a tattoo joke. Okay. There was a woman who had decided to get a tattoo in between her betwixt her thighs on the inner right thigh she got bush butch cassidy on the inner left thigh she got the sundance kid and years had passed afterwards and she had Mm -hmm. to go in for a a gynecological procedure which had 
had the need for Anastasia. Mm-hmm. And and so she was out you on the anesthetic. table. Anesthetic. Anesthetic. <laughs> Anastasia. <laughs> the Romanovs came in. Anastasia Stew. No. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Fifty Go Shades on. of Tattoo. Anyway, she was out on the table, mm-hmm. and and the doctor, faced with his his task could not help but be distracted by these tattoos. Years had gone by. Couldn't tell what they were. Uh-huh. Janitor is going down the hallway, pushing pushing a mop. Doctor opens up the door. He says, hey, you, come in here a second. Janitor comes in. Doctor points at these two tattoos that are sunny side up. And, and he <laughs> says, what do you make of these? What are they? He says, Jerry says, I don't know, but the one in the middle kind of looks like Willie Nelson. <laughs> I've heard that joke before, but it's still funny. And that is one I could never tell a Toastmaster, so. <laughs> oh, God, I wish you would have. There would have been somebody I would have loved to have seen if they heard that joke. <laughs> Other than that, other than all that craziness, been rewatching Supernatural, which is, I love that show, but. I have been watching, so I have watched Pen 15 uh-huh. on, I believe it was Prime. Is it Prime? I think, I think that one was Netflix. Was it? Hmm. So Pen 15 takes place in the 90s, but the actresses who play the teenagers in the 90s are... Is it the 90s or like 2000 or something? Maybe it's like early, late 90s, I would say, like mm-hmm. 96, 97, 98, 90, mm-hmm. maybe class of 2000. Or, uh-huh. But how how it works out is it is the women that were are millennials right yeah. so they're in their 30s and they're playing themselves in middle school yeah which is a very weird concept it's, it's but so i like weird. it yeah the only thing i could think about like the weird juxtaposition for that is like strangers with candy which was yeah uh, a show in the 90s but um i rather liked it 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 was a beautiful story about friendship and how Two girls that are so close to each other have these moments where they decide, do I drink? Do I not drink? Uh-huh. Do I wear this cool thing? Do I not? Do I go with this boy or don't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look up when uh, when it takes place. Yeah, it's, they are 13-year-old outcasts in the year 2000. Uh, yep, yep. So... Close enough to the late nineties, <laughs> and and then there was the show Everything Sucks, which is yeah, I swear we talked about that. But so nice. I was in AV Club when when I was a kid, so yeah. I, I could totally identify with this. We were talking about like I watched, I just almost yeah. I think I watched like half of it. It was a little too like. Everything is just super intensely 90s. Like, they're all <laughs> drinking Surge, and they all have Zima. And oh, then the they Zima all... part was awesome. I <laughs> and love then that. they all dress like Courtney Love. And so it was a little too... Like, I, what I like about Stranger Things is it's it's super nostalgic, but it's not 
overly so it's like that's a fine line you gotta you gotta walk sometimes so, you know so the shy av club girl she was not like courtney love she was more... no no but but there was the one character who dressed like every female icon the of... mean girl yeah <laughs> one day she's courtney love next day she's gwen safani next day she's <laughs> yeah but you could love both yeah yeah it was, that and was my only beef about it was that it was just a little too like everything is was a little too too but too too <laughs> Courtney Love probably wore a too too sure yes <laughs> uh, and we both watched Russian Doll which we had a, an extensive conversation about when we went out for dinner we did we did and we went out for dinner a couple of weeks ago yeah. It was. It's one of these shows where I liked it, but it just oddly. There are things that I just didn't. I, I don't know. I, I nah. It's it's hard to explain why I didn't absolutely love it. I loved it, even though Natasha Leone plays the same character no matter yeah. what she's in. Yeah. But there is a moment where she makes a crack that describes the character that she's playing which is the uh-huh. character that she always plays yeah that describes her perfectly <laughs> yeah i think she said something about i i don't even want to spoil it for people honestly yeah. it, it's just it's a beautiful it is a beautiful story it's a love story it's a science fiction story it's yeah. a ghost story it's a time travel it's sort a time of travel story, story. <laughs> But there are no Scottish dudes in it. <laughs> well, the thing... So one of my friends at work, the same guy who did the tapes for me, um, so he really liked it and really wanted me to watch it. So I watched it, and then we discussed it. And he said that he had heard that it was written and maybe directed by women, and that the, yes. a lot of the men in the stories, they tried to make them be more like... Like women would be in a men's story. In a trope. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is one of the things that really threw me off. Like her boyfriend. She saves him. He just did. Her her ex-boyfriend. He just did not seem like somebody she would actually date. It was just so weird to me. Like they just didn't fit. It was very strange to me. So what bothered me was that she was a software developer and not like stoked out about doing her work <laughs> that irritated me that irritated <laughs> me so much i know it's just <laughs> like whatever <laughs> I, I was like okay now i've lost all reality. she's a game developer yeah she's a fucking game developer how can you not love your fucking job oh please i mean i'm sure there's about half the game developers out there who are like this no, fucking sucks no. oh yeah i get to do a model of some guy twirling around again <laughs> but that's a modeler that is not that's not a game developer that's what bugs me oh. although although she was talking about code review code reviews that that is not how code reviews are done. Code reviews can be done in GitHub. You don't need to sit around a table. We fucking 2001. Anyway, I'm done. No, I I highly <laughs> doubt that every game developer out there is super stoked to be a game developer. <laughs> Especially when they're going through what she's going through. But, yeah, the, the men in it kind of freaked me out. Not freaked me out. I just... I think because they maybe they were one dimensional, which was kind of a point they were trying to make, which I didn't know when I was watching it. 
And like everybody, like it's her birthday party, which is not a spoiler. That's the first thing you find out. I don't know. Everybody at that party just seemed like a bunch of yeah. douches. And then, I don't know. And, it was very weird. And then there's this part where she tries to match the term unit test. And that really threw me off, too. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But other than that, it was a beautiful story. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> well, you should watch Supernatural. Have you watched Supernatural before? I have not. I have not. I realize there are now like 13 or 14 seasons. I know. But you don't have to watch all of them. There are a few very convenient stopping points if you want to stop. But what I really love about it is, you know, when it starts out, it's kind of just your monster of the week. There is an overarching story, but kind of like not, Buffy. Yeah, it's 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 kind of Buffy-ish, but there's an overarching story, and then the third season is only a half long season because that was during the writer's strike. Is it funny or is it scary? So I, I'm not a scary kind of show sort of person. So. It's kind of like X-Files scary. Okay. So not super scary. Yeah. But so the third season is only half season because of the writer's strike. And then the fourth season starts into like really cool overarching stuff. And it's very Judeo-Christian mythos angels versus demons stuff. And it's super cool, but there's also a lot of really good humor in it. So there's like um, a. <laughs> I'm trying to decide which I want to spoil for you. <laughs> there's like these ghost hunters that they run into, like, you know, like the. Like ghost the show. Paranormal. Yeah, paranormal activities. <laughs> what was the one we wanted to do? Paranormally challenged. Paranormally we need to challenged. Do paranormally challenged. It's our sp <laughs> future spoof. But, um, so yeah, so it's like that, like a ghost hunter. And they're trying, they're like these nerdy guys who are trying to be ghost hunters. And they run into Sam and Dean, who are like actual real ghost hunters. And they they reoccur in a few different seasons. That's really funny. And then there's some like super meta stuff that I'm not going to spoil because that's really cool, but very self referential. One episode this season, we're on season six, I think. There's an episode where they are sent to another dimension and it's our dimension where they are Jensen Eccles and I can't remember the other guy's names, uh, Jared Padalecki and the show is being filmed, but they're Sam and Dean, but everybody thinks they're Jared and Jensen and they find out about this life. It's oh, it's really like so they, they meet they their other selves. No, no, they are they they literally break the fourth wall. They break okay. through a window and they come into this dimension where they are Jared and Jensen playing the characters of Sam and Dean. Okay, but in actuality, they're like they are Sam and Dean. Who, but it's just it's very. There's a lot of really funny stuff. There's sad. It's it's very good, but it's also kind of just nice. Like, you don't need to sit down and watch the whole thing from beginning to end. You can kind of, you know, if you just want a, something to throw on once in a while to right. check out. So have but, you have you caught up with any Doctor Who? I have not. You know what? I have not watched any Doctor Who since we went to that movie theater and watched <gasps> the one where... The Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi like the, came in. The yep. whole, like, that first 
Yeah. Whoa. I haven't really watched any since Matt Smith. Matt just... Smith was the old one before Peter Capaldi. No. Matt yes. Smith turned into Peter Capaldi. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, Matt yeah. Matt Smith was before Peter Capaldi. So yeah. you haven't watched since Matt Smith. Yeah, I started. just watched the one where he turned into Peter Capaldi. Oh. So, yeah, I just... So now there's a female doctor. I know. I don't want there to be a female doctor. I do. <laughs> I want there to be a female Time Lord, but I don't know. I feel like it's pandering, quite honestly. You think so? Yeah. Why? Because it's our times where we have to, like, gender bend everything. I don't know. It just seems really, I don't know. <laughs> You're not on board with the year of the woman thing. Eh, kind of boring. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I know it's not woke. I, I, I don't think that it's, I don't know. And I, honestly, I, I'm not not watching because there's a woman playing her. I'm not like, oh my God, they're watching I'm not watching because I just kind of lost interest after Matt Smith. I just haven't really. He was your favorite? I, he was definitely my favorite of the new Doctors. I know everybody's like, David Tennant. <laughs> Matt Smith all the way. I, I am a David Tennant <laughs> fan myself. And, uh, yeah, I, so. Actually, I, I'm, uh, I, I was actually more of a fan of the offshoot. From Doctor Who. Oh, what's... With John Barrowman. Yeah, what the hell was it called again? (laughs) (laughs) I just can't remember. What the fuck was it called? Torchwood? Torchwood, thank you. (laughs) Somebody, somewhere, there's somebody on the tube yelling, Torchwood! (laughs) No, I I loved Torchwood, too, and I love... I don't know, I think... I don't know, I just kind of lost interest when Peter Capaldi... And, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, is it any good? Has Have you watched any of it? Or No, that's my homework for this week. Okay. <laughs> we got a month till the next time we That's record, my homework so. for this month. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just feel like everybody's like, we need a non-white guy for the doctor. Wah, wah, wah. And then they did it. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know. It's getting kind of boring. <laughs> Sorry. I am never bored by time travel. <laughs> Sorry. No matter who plays them. I probably should be more into it, but yeah, I just kind of got a little burnt on Doctor Who. I, I just, I love Matt Smith so much and Amy Pond and that whole series. And I've, uh, honestly, it's not really... Like, I don't even know oh, what streaming service for, it's for on. That, for that series, for me, it was the writing, honestly. It wasn't mm-hmm. so much the act. Yeah, the actors were great. But um, when you had episodes like Blink. Yeah, I mean, that was amazing. That was terrifying. Yeah. That's what that was. I will admit that my favorite episodes, which are pretty much everybody's favorite episodes, are Tenant. Ep- well, it's Blink. Blink was a Tenant episode, right? And um, uh, the girl in the fireplace was mm-hmm. also Tenant. I loved the girl. In the, fireplace. the girl in the fireplace was my favorite episode by far. And uh, but I just I love the whole 
relationship between Amy and and uh, the doctor and Matt Smith's version of the doctor was really cool. So, yeah, I haven't really been into that. I haven't been playing any video games. I don't know. I'm just a big old nerd for party planning right now. And, <laughs> <I've> <laughs> and been, then winter, I was just like, if anyone is curious, I am still trying to get into Red Dead online. <laughs> On, it's still in the beta phase. I still get disconnected. It's sad. <laughs> well, next month when we record, we should be well, talking about uh, Game of Thrones, too. So do, 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 I know. I'm so excited. We were going to do a rewatch of all the Game of Thrones. And then Jeff was like, I'm really in the mood for Supernatural. So that, so that didn't happen. Oh, I've been watching Game of Thrones, honestly. Oh, really? Where yeah. are you at? In the... I'm just doing season one, man. Because... Okay. I just didn't know if maybe you had started no, I go like back a couple months ago. All the way. And, you know, they looked so young. So young. Oh, I know. So, do you hear this news recently that it came out that Amelia Clark had had like two brain aneurysms during the eight seasons Yikes. of filming Game of Thrones? Yikes. I did not know that. I did not know that either. Holy crap. Brain Flipping aneurysm. brain aneurysms. That's scary. It is. My aunt died from a brain aneurysm. I have known people who have died from brain aneurysms. Damn. Coworkers. Smart people. But Weird. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm very, very, very excited to uh, get have the finale. Lots of dragons and battles and stuff. Melty ice zombies. <laughs> that will be our topic next week. Melty ice zombies? Or next month, I guess I should say. We should make a drink called ice zombie. Melty ice zombies. Melty ice zombies. All right. You sound so excited. That's you sound as excited about this as you do about the female doctor. <laughs> it's because I got to pee. I have to, too. I guess this means we got to go. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing I have two bathrooms. Anyway, <laughs> if you'd like to shout at us, you can do so at tmpgoti.com or on Twitter at SassyGeek or me at Terabyte. That's T-A-R-A underscore B-Y-T-3. I have no notifications on, so I can't. I, I'm sorry. Like, I, th- I looked <laughs> I looked at my Twitter account and there was like a, I got a message from somebody in like 2017 and I. You should totally reply. <laughs> like, should so I'm reply. sorry, man. I just, I'm not no. on Twitter. No. I am on Instagram though. If you do Sassy Geek too, I'm on Instagram. Ooh, you popular kid, you. <laughs> uh, All right. And any last words? <sighs> Yay for spring. Sky Infusion Jerry Vodka is delicious. It is quite yummy, but single shots of it kind of burn your gizzard, just so you know. any single shot of vodka is going to burn your gizzard, (laughs) darling. It just, that's the way it is. (laughs) Until next time, time travelers and zombie fighters and cowboys. Gorgeous people. Gorgeous, fabulous. Cats and kittens, we will see you.
videos on the internet.